Um, so my little interlude in this talk is um, called D3 Theory, uh, Disruption, Disambiguation, and Detachment, or Why Labeling Makes You Feel Better. That's probably the simple way to remember it. Um, so does anyone know what these are? Yeah, I heard a couple people say it. They're worry dolls. Okay, Guatemalan worry dolls. Um, and the legend of the Highland Indian villages of Guatemala is that if you have a problem, then share it with a worry doll. They give them to their young children. Uh, they say, before going to bed, tell one worry to each doll and then place them beneath your pillow. Whilst you sleep, the dolls will take your worries away. Okay, so this is just one more example of the sort of common and received wisdom that we all know that putting your feelings into words can have some really nice salutary effects for us. Uh, this is actually a very old idea, both in sort of Western and Eastern cultures. In Western culture, uh, you can go back more than three centuries to the philosopher Benedict Spinoza, who said that an emotion, which is a passion, ceases to be a passion as soon as we form a clear and distinct idea thereof. And then the uh, founder of my field, psychology, William James, two centuries later, uh, this is one of the quotes that probably got me most into all the work that I do in his Principles of Psychology. Uh, he said that the present conscious state when I say I feel angry is not the direct state of anger. It is the state of saying I feel angry. The act of naming them, these emotional states, has momentarily detracted from their force. And then if we uh, go halfway around the world to the east, uh, in the context of, of Buddhist texts, it's been written that the skillful use of labeling introduces a healthy degree of inner detachment since the act of apostrophizing or speaking to one's moods and emotions uh, diminishes one's identification with them. Okay, so um, this is the region of the brain that I tend to focus mm, about 60% of my waking hours on. Uh, it's not actually shaded green, that's just to point out where it is in the brain. It's essentially uh, right here behind your right temple. Uh, it's called right ventrolateral prefrontal cortex. Uh, left ventrolateral prefrontal cortex is really nice too, I have nothing against it. Uh, actually some of the work you'll hear about, I think from some of the bits from Kevin Oxner, uh, focuses a bit more on the left than the right. We have to have some source of disagreement. Uh, he was my best man, I was his best man. This is the way we keep some identity separation. He stays on the left, I stay on the right. Uh, but really, both of them are probably doing a bunch of the things that we, we both study and, and talk about. Um, so D3 theory, uh, the D3 stands for three functions that I think this region of the brain, right ventrolateral prefrontal cortex, does. Uh, and I managed to find a way to make them all start with D. So uh, disruption, disambiguation, and detachment are uh, what those three things are that I think this region is involved in and that has some interesting uh,